0: Nova. And as the Golden Gloves champion fighting out at Elmont, I've spent my life running these streets. Now, with the rise in violent crime, I don't feel so safe anymore, and I find myself looking over my shoulder. I don't want to run away to Florida. I want to stay here in New York to fight for me, my family, my friends, the people I care about, for my district and community. And for you. When I go to the assembly, I'm going to fight for our safety. When I go to the assembly, I'll fight to get rid of dangerous cashless bail. Ah! Better equip emergency services and fight for community programs that will empower at-risk youth and women to fend for themselves. Vote for me, Kara Castanova, to represent you in Albany, because there's nobody better to fight for this community. Vote for me on November 8th, because with me in our corner, we can't lose.
1: It's Thursday, 13 October, in the year of our Lord, 2022, and we need fighters, and we thought we'd start off with one at Golden Gloves. And also from Gateway Pundit, Kara Castronova, there's not a better fighter. Kara, tell us about uh, your election, uh, your this fight, the campaign, and what's the mood of the folks out there? When you're in, you're running for state assembly in New York, all we're hearing is that Zeldin's in a dead heat, Henry's in a dead heat. There's nine congressional districts that are in play now, the RNC, the... the um the uh, NRCC, uh, in fact, Alex DeGrasse is going to be on tomorrow, is pouring money into these seats, that New York is, may be ready to flip red and MAGA. Tell us what's the reality.
2: That is uh, pretty much what I'm hearing, and I'm talking to people every day in the streets, knocking on doors. People are sick and tired of the progressive Democrats that are running New York State and running it into the ground. Lee Zeldin is a very popular candidate, and I think that he's going to pull it off. Um, I think Let- Letitia James is very unpopular, and she's definitely got to go. And a lot of people are on the same page with that. Um, so I, I do think that we're, we have a really good chance. We're neck and neck. And I think that if more, you know, we make sure that everybody comes out to vote and we always say bring 10 people out to vote. New York is going to have a big red wave this year.
1: Kara, you know, today in the capital markets, we're going to Philip Patrick from Birch Gold on here to, to, uh, in a few minutes. We spent almost an hour of the morning show just going through the economy, capital markets, how bad it is. But I got to tell you, I gave a speech in New York last week when I talked to New Yorkers, which stuns me is as bad as the economy is and as bad as it's going to get, all they want to talk about is crime. I mean, crime, crime is an obsession now with New Yorkers. What, what has happened in, in, a, in a city that's the greatest city in the world in an area of the country that's one of the most important parts of the United States? How, how did this happen?
2: I It's the uh, it's the criminal justice reform and the cashless bail and taking discretion away from judges that has put dangerous criminals on the street. Democrats uh, feel it. Republicans feel it. Independents feel it. There's a crime wave in New York. People don't feel safe going out at night. They don't feel safe going on, taking the train, taking the subway, driving into the city, even being in the suburbs. So that is the number one issue that voters are concerned with in New York. Besides uh, the cost of living in inflation, the biggest thing that's driving voters, I think, this year is crime. And a lot of people were saying it was going to be abortion, but I don't even think that that's even on people's radar, like the Democrats thought it would be. It's just crime, 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 community safety, uh, refunding the police, taking care of police officers and everything that uh, will keep New York safe. That's why I think this year there's going to be a big red.
1: Kara, I get this every time you're on and when that, when you've got uh, your video and other things are up in gateway pundit, you're a golden gloves boxer. Tell people you look like a movie star or a TV, uh, a primetime TV host how do you do that and be a Golden Gloves boxer? Have you never taken a shot upside the head? It's pretty amazing.
2: I have taken many shots upside the head, but uh, you know, I, I did have real at the beginning that I really learned how to work on defense and be a counterpuncher, which I think is really valuable in boxing and in life. But yes, um, I did take a lot of shots to the head, but uh, thank God it didn't affect my face. And I don't think it affected my brains either, Steve, but thank you for saying that.
1: By the way, I will tell you, the best counterpuncher I ever met was Donald Trump in, in situations like yours. And you were a great counterpuncher. One more time, you're running for the state assembly in 22. Just give our audience, before we get your social media and, uh, and your website, tell us about the race. How tough is it? What's your opponent like?
2: It's a tough race. My opponent is an incumbent Democrat, but it's not that tough this year. Everybody thinks it's going to flip this year. It's very close. My district is very close right now. Nobody likes her. She's a five-term uh, incumbent. She has voted for cashless bail. She has a bill in the health committee she's trying to pass right now where kids will actually be able to um, get medical procedures like vaccinations and hormone therapy without their parental consent. So this is something they're trying to pass after November, something that everybody should be aware of, trying to pass legislation that will uh, push for sexual education in kindergarten. Parents are infuriated and we've been educating people that this is a Democrat agenda. So this is the type of person I'm running against. And I think people are finally waking up and, uh, and seeing what's going on and seeing that it's the Democrats that are pushing all of these liberal policies in New York that absolutely nobody agrees about or agrees with. And that includes moderate Democrats. So we're pulling really well in the area. Um, just need the public support and, and help and contributions to my campaign. Um, people could find me on Tara, K-R-A for assembly and uh, donate on WinRed so we could get out some last minute social media ads, push my video. Um, push my social media. Please donate because every contribution counts to getting these progressive Democrats out of office here in New York and around the country. There's one party rule and we have to get rid of it. So um, like, I've raised money before for everybody that I could think of, including helping Jim Hoffman, the Gateway Pundit, raise over $2 million for January 6th uh, Patriots that are in, in prison, in solitary confinement. So I'm just asking the audience to uh, help me get elected so that I can help fight for your freedom. And Paul, um, pull out all these Democrats, these crazy bills that they're trying to get passed here in New York that are anti-freedom, that are tyrannical and that are jeopardizing community safety.
1: Before I let you go, because you're a trusted uh, reporter at Gateway and a trusted news source here at the War Room, you're saying in your mind, New York's in play right now, congressional seats, the governorship, attorney general, lieutenant governor across the board and all the, in the assembly. Also, you're saying New York's in play?
2: Leticia James is in a lot of trouble. I think that there's she's low. low uh, she's behind by four points. So that's definite. And everybody, Lee Zeldin is polling really well. And um, Anthony Esposito for the congressional seat near me is polling. I think they're neck and neck. And um, like I said, I think that a lot of Democrats they're going to stay home this year, or they're going to vote red. Um, they're going to make this year an exception because they realize that I think everybody's self preserving in the end. And when their safety is at risk, and when they're seeing break ins and robberies and shootings and muggings and rapes. Uh, this, there comes a point when they're like, enough is enough. So I think this year is going to be a special year. And uh, we'll, we'll see at the polls on November 8th, but everybody just has to show up and vote. And just, you know, I, like I said, Kathy Hopeful is not um, motivating any voters to get out there and vote, believe me.
1: Kara, thank you very much for joining us and fight on.
2: Thank you so Cara much. I appreciate it. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Great way to start the show with the Bursa energy. We're going to go from New York now to the great state of Arizona. One of the races that has them in full meltdown is the Secretary of State races, whether it's Marchant in Nevada, Christine Caramo in Michigan. But the one I think it gets them the most upset of all those, and trust me, Christina and uh, and, uh, and, and Marchant get them upset. Of course, all the other secretaries, it's got to be Fincham because of how the big steal was done in arizona mark and i want to thank the team over at media matters uh they have a great piece remember when media matters race these pieces the left loves them because it's all hate and i mean snark and and the way they do it but we read it and we go yeah okay we got it i mean you take out the snark they get a lot of facts in there fincham how's the race going right now These secretaries of state are everything even the governorships and the attorney general's the left is not me- melting down like they are of you guys in the coalition, and particularly you, Marchant, and Karama in uh, in uh, Michigan. So tell us how it's going.
3: Uh, it's going well, Steve. In fact, I think the thing that has them in full meltdown mode is we have, we've been promoting a singular mission. We're going to hold people accountable to, A, just follow the law. They're in full Chernobyl meltdown over that Now, the BBC, when they interviewed me here a couple of months ago, they said, why is it that they're so terrified of you? And I said, well, perhaps it's because I'm going to hold people accountable to follow the law. And and like a babe in the woods, he said, well, why would that scare people? Okay, the obvious answer is you're not following the law and you're about to be found out. So that's that's exactly what's going on here. Um, CNN has us at three points ahead of Adrian Fontes. Trafalgar has us at seven. I think the truth is probably somewhere in the middle, except I'm hearing from a lot of people who are saying, I'm not answering polls truthfully because of 87,000 IRS agents and the fact that the media is in bed with the government. There's a data point for you to think about.
1: Yeah. But moreover, no, Steve. No, no, no. But here, here's the thing. I, I, there's no doubt that there's a the Trump factor in the polls. But here's the thing, even with polls, we have to get out and deliver the vote. And here's what I'm, I'm very concerned about because I'm hearing this all over. And, and it's it's with Carrie, Carrie Lake is so dynamic and so powerful and running such a great grassroots campaign. She's not listening to consultants. Katie Hobbs is hiding in bathrooms. And a lot of people come to me saying, hey, Whitmer's not really running against Tudor Dixon. Uh, Hobbs is not really running against Kerry uh, Lake. It's because they feel like they got it already. What are you doing and what is the team out there doing to make sure that this is not stolen? The reason reason BBC is out there and CBS News is out there and other people are out there, this is the railhead. It was Fox News calling it and then the whole firefight that we've had in, 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 in Arizona for two years that makes Arizona the most special of all of them. And they're all important. But right now, what are you guys doing to make sure they don't steal this again?
3: Well, we've we fully employed the Dan Schultz program in glowing, growing the number of PCs, and now we're we're we've even gotten to the point. Um, and I was alerted to this earlier today. We've got folks who have got a computer software background who are now they're engaging, fully engaged, watching what's going on. Here's here's an example out of Pima County. We've got somebody who observed their their primary after-action report, which was filled with apparently quite a few frauds. They failed on every deliverable, installation, training, logistics, operations, final reports, chain of custody, and the after-action reports submitted by Pima County election officials, the recorder's office, and the county administrator reveal a lack of analysis of system failure, lack of statutory knowledge, and weak solutions to fix all the errors that arose and restore election integrity to the voters. This is an observer who is calling them out, for massive failures in what they have attempted to do. We didn't see that in in two years ago. We didn't see that four years ago. So we now have not only citizen activists, but individuals who are taking ownership of what they're observing. So whether the recorders behave themselves or not in the two biggest counties, Pima and and Maricopa, we now have deployed a massive number of PCs. That's the genius of the Dan Schultz work that he's done. And I, I, we cannot sing that guy's praises
1: enough. I, he, I mean, he's he's, 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 he's an American hero. He's an American hero and a patriot. I want to, everybody to go to precinctstrategy.com. You can find out everywhere in the nation what your precinct is. You can go sign up today. But as importantly, also go to your county, get online. We need everybody at the ramparts. Everybody's got to take a piece of this. We That's know right. people, the money's tight. You don't, have, you don't have the ability to write a check. That's fine. What you got to do is you, and you want, you're going to want to do it because in this big sweep, Second World War II, you want to talk about what you did in the war? You want to talk about what you did, what room, counting room you're in, what poll you're on? Go sign up today. This is what the yep. left can't defeat us. They're trying to. They're running around with groups like Fieldworks to try to summon a bunch of college kids to do this. They got to pay people. We volunteer. The Precinct Strategy, Dan Schultz, Steve Stern, that crowd, they are just maniacal and they should be. Precinctstrategy.com. One yep. more time, Mark, what's the status of the race? Where do you feel you are? Where do you feel you need help? Where are you going to be? Is that, I'm sure he's not going to debate you anymore because both times you've blown him up on the stage. Katie Hobbs is hiding in bathrooms. And PBS is changing the rules because they don't want to have – Hobbs, under no such circumstances, wants to stand on a stage with the great Kerry Lake. So how do people find out about yours?
3: Well, they can go to votefinchip.com and click on news. But here's, here's the extent to which they're terrified. They actually deployed 60 Minutes here to do an interview. Now, I knew it was going to be a hit job. The important piece is they took the interview because I know that they are gonna to continue to propagate fake news. Now they're gonna say, oh, you didn't have evidence that the Secretary of State and the, the Attorney General have said, "No nah, there's no there there. Really, we've got violations of state statutes that are provable within the records of the counties. So for them to make that claim is absolutely outrageous. And it's attempt it's an attempt to try and steamroll this populist movement. These people are not going away, my friend. They're going to observe, observe, report, report. And I'm, I'm very pleased to see so many individuals being involved. We're bringing, we're bringing people together. And I think yes. the important piece is it's not just Republicans. It's disenfranchised Democrats. It's individuals who identify now not as a Republican or as a Democrat, but as an independent. A third of the voters in the state of Arizona are independents. And they are coming out of wow. the woodwork. Right now saying i want to help i want to be engaged i want to i want to be a part of the solution set that has got these what's, people scared to death
1: and this is what you've motivated people. one more time what what's the site they go to for the campaign
3: vote Fincham.com and they can click on the news tab for all the interviews and all the information that we're putting out because it's there's even more that's going to be coming out in the next days.
1: Okay, we'll pump it all out. Mark Fincham, thank you very much. Media Matters, thank you for highlighting Mark Fincham. Short break, Birch Golds, Philip Patrick next. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy That have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand. End quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898. to claim your free, no obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold.
4: War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon.
5: The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide.
4: War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, we
1: started this morning's show uh, with Mike Lindell down with Samaritan's Purse. Franklin Graham's group in Fort Myers, Florida, uh, there to give blankets and pillows and biblical pillows to the, uh, the folks that have been hit by that horrific hurricane Ian. Um, Mike Lindell was supposed to join us afternoon. Couldn't work it out. He's traveling around helping people doing philanthropic work. Make sure you go to mypillow.com promo code war room, get the sheet set 2988, but also everything. When you go to your square, you get it all because, um, Home shopping and the home shopping channels won't take him. Retail stores won't take him. Big box won't take him. Walmart won't take him. Why? Because of voter integrity, what he's been doing. And wait for it. When we get this sweeping victory on November 8th and secure the victory so we close this time, part of that hat tip has got to go to Mike Lindell and the great work Mike Lindell's done. So uh, MikePillow.com, promo code WARM. Okay, so when we left you today, remember overnight it was 290 points up. I think the day was 700 points down after the worst uh, inflation print ever, ended up 800 points. The biggest swing, I think, on one day swing in the history of the New York Stock Exchange, the degenerate gamblers that are the traders. And that's what it is, is trading. And I've had to reach out to the great guys at Birch Gold and bring in Philip Patrick. Philip, what is going on here? Because we talk a lot of the desk out there. These guy, these trading desks right now, given this horrible print, do not believe that Powell and the guys of the Fed are going to have the stones to be Paul Volcker. And the next thing is basically the first of November. It's a couple of days for the midterm elections. They believe that that would put Biden out of business, although he's already out of business. Yeah. They're looking for Powell to be a dove. Is thats is that, that how you guys at Birch Gold see this?
6: Look, I. Absolutely. I think long term, they know that the Fed are going to have to get aggressive with rates. But I think the markets now are under the impression that the Fed are going to try and push it after the midterm. So obviously, we've seen a reprieve in the markets today. But what a crazy market to see a swing like that at a time like this. It's just bananas. CPI numbers today. I don't know if you've covered already, but really, really bad news. Overall inflation reduced by 0.1%. The concerning part, though, core inflation was up 0.3%. So core inflation is everything outside of food and energy, right? Everything from BMWs to batteries, that's all up. Then you look at food and energy, food prices up 11.2%. So the only meaningful decline in inflation came on the back of a reduction in energy prices which is on the back of demand destruction, there is no good news. The Fed are way behind. They haven't got a grip on inflation at all. And the markets now are doing what they do, right? They're watching the political landscape, seeing the opportunity. And like you said, I think they think Powell's going to be a little bit more dovish until after the midterms. Then I think the Fed are going to have to get much more aggressive.
1: Well, Being dovish just means you're going to exacerbate the inflation problem. The other thing that came out today, you see on CNBC, Bloomberg, et cetera, it's not a financial capitulation. We're not close to that point. But it was a narrative. They're actually saying this is going to take now several years to work through. There's no short-term fix here. The inflation is so – so not in the core, just in the services Trench. too. It's sticky. So you, you, you've got an embedded problem. And that problem comes from printing money. By the way, go to birchgold.com slash Bannon to get the second phase, the end of the dollar empire part two. Is uh, the fall the decline of the dollar as a prime reserve currency? The first part's the politics, money. We need everybody in this audience up to speed. This is totally free. You get it? We're going to come out with a third edition after the election, after the midterms. But this is, and we told you, you know, this morning, these are the you're the creditors committee. You got to get up to speed on what it means to be on a creditors committee. I, I tell you, and this is, I want to play this. We're combining Bloomberg from the other day plus CNBC, but two the, the I think it's Julie Abramowitz and um, and uh, the CNBC, right? And the best guy at CNBC from the Chicago pits. I want to, Rick Santelli, I want to combine those two about pension funds and then bring, it, bring back Philip Patrick from Birch Gold. Let's go ahead and play it.
5: Oh, it's difficult. This is Because basically, this is him trying to explain a policy that at its core is a paradox, both addressing financial stability, allowing some sort of easing, unwinding of positions that are untenable in the current regime, while also fighting inflation using very similar types of tools in terms of raising rates. It is mind spinning. I can see why they're very,
6: very sensitive about the concept of fiscal dominance right now. I could see why they are, almost immediately, the questions were asked at the Bank of England, will they accommodate what this government is going to do? And when they first came up with the guilt market operation, they were accused of just that, pandering, accommodating what fiscal policymakers have decided to do. So I think it's really, really difficult for them to to do now. And I think that's why we're seeing the kind of language, the approach that we've seen from Governor Bailey. That's my guess. I can't get inside his head. The sense I get from him and the way he spoke yesterday just sounded like a man who was very, very sensitive to the idea that they might be contributing to so-called fiscal dominance.
5: There is an argument that for decades, central banks helped offset a lack of action from fiscal policymakers, a lack of action from Washington, D.C., Okay. Of the parliament, and this is a question now: of Can the central banks pull back and stop giving the fiscal policymakers a pass, and risk financial instability, and risk uh, perhaps disrupting things to such an extent that imperils uh, the basic functionings of a, a capitalistic society? And this is going to become an increasing debate in the months to come. There's
4: something else. a sea of derivatives out there that have all these similar adjustments and tweaks that need to be made. Almost on a daily basis, uh, and, and I see that we haven't heard or seen any major explosions, but they're out there. See, the point here is is that all these structural issues that we are discussing—they're real, and they have to correct. And just take housing, for example. Why do we have supply at a decade low? Well, probably because of the 07, 08, 09 credit crisis. And why was that caused? Well, everybody's going to tell you because of greedy bankers, but that's not really the case. Okay. Greedy bankers, bankers are always greedy. They're lions. Lions eat meat. The government left a lot of raw meat around and they ate it. The point here is many of these structural issues we created ourselves. Remember when we had 18 to 20 Trillion dollars of negative securities around the globe, that's when all these derivatives were born. And the central banks knew it. They knew that if you're a pension fund, for example, if you're a pension entity, you have long-term liabilities. When interest rates are negative, how can you possibly make a balance between your asset and your liabilities? They need to be matched. We
1: a- right now, we don't, we don't give a financial advice on this. We always tell you to go talk to the guys at Birch Gold to, to get all the information. But we don't give financial advice. We talk about macro. But I do tell everybody right now, if you have a financial advisor, you ought to sit down with them in a room and say, let me walk through this for a second. If you do it yourself and you're in a 401k plan, pension plan, you ought to get to the details. And here's why. What she, she, by the way, she and Santelli should win the Nobel Prize, not Bernanke. There's more sense in what that young woman said and what Rick Santelli, Julia Bramowitz, and what Rick Santelli said, and here's why. You had these pension funds just like in 07. Remember 07, 08? We didn't have any earthy idea about these derivatives. All became came later. All is a big surprise, people. Right now, the pension funds in the United Kingdom, in the United States of America are sitting on all kind of derivatives. they got all kind of mess in there. hedge. Right now, when they raise interest rates, that's called a margin call. And when you start seeing that, you're going to start seeing these pension funds blow up, insurance companies blow up. This is what David Goldman in the Asia Times said the other day. We're looking at a, a global margin call. Philip Patrick, how bad will it get when we have that margin call and you've got all these derivatives and all these funky things they've got in there, the juice returns, high leverage, sir?
6: Listen, the derivative market is and has been for a long time a ticking time bomb. And you're you're absolutely right. Pension funds in the UK as well as the US are leveraged, right? UK pensions, as an example, they borrow against their guilts. And a guilt is the equivalent of a U.S. government treasury, any rate hike, which is obviously expected in the U.K., leaves them short, right? Bank of England actually had to step in and buy a bunch of gilts last week to support. This is globally now a ticking time bomb and time's running out. You mentioned before before the break a couple of things. Number one, inflation being sticky, you're absolutely right, right? Once it's entrenched, it stays. The other thing is, This could last a lot longer. You mentioned Volker. Volker took a very aggressive approach to combating the problem. He jumped rates like 4% overnight, popped that bub. Powell's taking a very different approach, right? He's trying to let the air out slowly. But what that does, and it's what you said, and I think it was absolutely spot on, it virtually guarantees that this problem is going to last for longer and and be more painful. So blunders, I think.
1: People forget – let's go back to the 70s, last time we had the stagflation, the Arab oil embargo, the Nixon getting off the gold standard was 71 I think. Uh, the the, the, um, the, um, um, the, the Arab oil embargo went in 73, partly driven by that. It wasn't until Reagan and Volcker had the stones to do this. It wasn't really to 83, 84 that we saw the change. You're talking 10 or 12 years and that's what two guys had muscled it through. There ain't no Volcker on the horizon. This is why right. the market's up today. They think Powell's not up to it. They think he's going to blink. They think that, they, hey, because they understand you pop that thing again on November because there's no more prints here on inflation. You pop that interest rate again before that and Biden, those guys, the Democrats are going to say, you threw the election. You got political. You turned it <laughs> over to the Republicans. That is a lie. And everything's farther than the truth. More than ever, how do people go and talk to one of the advisors and consultants over at Birchgold? How do people get more information, Philip Patrick?
6: It's very simple. For your listeners, birchgold.com slash Bannon. We've got great information tailored for for, for your listeners. Birchgold.com forward slash Bannon. You're going to get a great information kit. Uh, You can give us a call. There are a lot of people like myself here to guide people through. Uh, And for me personally, it's at Philip Patrick on Getter as always.
1: Watch Philip on social media. He's putting up stuff all the time. Remember, you're the creditors committee. MAGA's the creditor. You're chairman of the creditors committee. You got to get up to speed on the credit crisis that's before us. Philip Patrick, thank you so much. Thank the guys over at Birch Gold. Thank you as always, Steve. Okay. I've had a couple of my favorites, Fincham, Kara, and uh, Philip Patrick. A very disturbing story. Very disturbing. It's one thing to rouse Steve Bannon and Peter Navarro. So one thing to rouse us up. We know we, we know we're into, right? This is political warfare. We got that. Not going to cause us. But when you start going after people, the most the holiest people in this country, some of the nicest people in this country, that are praying outside of abortion centers, and the FBI's the jack boots are coming next in the war room. Friends, if you've ever wanted to stock up on emergency food and save a ton of money at the same time, now is your chance for just a few days more. My Patriot Supply is knocking $250 off their three-month emergency food kit. This is the lowest price in three years, and it may not happen again because of inflation. So don't miss your chance to save big on the emergency food you're going to need when the food shortages hit. Go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com right now and stock up while it's affordable. My Patriot Supply is charging less so they can help families more, but they can't do this all day long. Remember, this food stays fresh for up to 25 years, so it's ready the moment you need it. Right now, you'll save 250 bucks on each three-month emergency food kit you order at preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. This is the lowest price in years, but this price will be gone in just a matter of days. Go to preparewithbannon.com right now. Preparewithbannon.com. Use your agency Action, action, action.
4: War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon.
5: The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide.
4: War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon.
1: Welcome back. Make sure uh, Turning Point USA, go to tpusa.com right now slash war room. Uh, Charlie and the team Jack Pasoic had this huge event. In the middle of the summer, I think it's around the 16th. You can get tickets for it now in the Metro Phoenix area. I'll be speaking. I think Tucker Carlson's coming out. Uh, Jack's going to be there. Whole team. You got to go to it. Also, you get the book, The College Scam. You can get it at half price. Find out about this trillion dollars that's about to be foisted onto your shoulders from these deadbeat graduate students uh, that are in all these social justice warrior uh, curriculums that just get their ideology and get them more free. You know, they get them freakier. But now you got to pay for it. Okay, you know. Talking about capital markets today, and we get Philip, Patrick, Cortez, Navarra, Bratt. We know we have we have the best team to go through the macro, and even talking to Kara and Fincham. You know, Karen, she's a Golden Gloves boxer. She knows what she's getting into. Fincham is a tough guy. You know, we th- this stuff is you know it is what it is. It's got to be worked through. You're the creditors' committee. We're in a financial apocalypse, but we'll get through it. We'll power through this. But there's something different about what's happening, and there's two things. We're gonna have Dr. Miriam Grossman on in the six o'clock hour about this transgender ideology and how this has been embedded now with the sex education into the public schools, really a lot of the private schools too. And there, there's something very disturbing and, and very dark about that. The other thing is dark is that with the FBI, when I, I you know, I, I'm a Catholic, I'm a Roman Catholic. When I was raised as a kid in the parish. Some of the top people were the FBI field agents. I mean, they were revered. For a Catholic, for Irish Catholics or for Catholics, that was like the highest you could get. I mean, it was these guys were revered. They were the, the anti-communist fighters. And what has been so disturbing over the last decade or so is what's happened to the FBI. But I got to tell you, there's something very dark and disturbing. I want to bring in Paul Vaughn and his lawyer Stephen Crampton right now. Paul, when I see people uh, praying the rosary and outside of abortion centers and with the strong religious conviction to try to pray and to bring God into this process and to help people. And I see the FBI, the jackboots of the FBI coming and rounding up people. And I think you're part of 11. Just walk our audience through your story, sir.
7: You bet, Steve. Well, it started in March of 21 at a pro-life event in Mount Juliet, Tennessee. It was a uh, an event where we were going to uh, minister at the abortion clinic like we often do, and uh, seeking to, uh, you know, help women in crisis pregnancies and uh, seeking to bring the public discourse back to the plight of the unborn and, uh, you know, looking to help uh, save, save human lives. Uh, during that event, you know, it was a peaceful uh, hymn singing, Bible reading uh, event. Uh, Christians gathered from all, all denominations, gathered together, singing hymns and lifting up praises in the, in the hallway of a multi-tenant building, building where the abortion clinic was housed. My my personal involvement in that was they uh, there just participating in, in the hymn singing and such. And then as the police showed up as as some were going to uh rescue and block the doors and attempt to uh keep people attempt to give time to talk to people that were seeking abortions to save the babies. Um, you know, I, w- I became kind of an intermediary with the police. I began talking with them. I thought, Hey, they need the gospel too, we get to talk to them. See where they are, see what they know about God and their civic, their duty as a civil magistrate, right? God, God has duties uh, for them as well. And so that's how I spent the day. Went back and forth, had a, a, a wonderful conversation with police chief, the lead negotiator, both who were uh, men of faith, uh, both understood their duties and uh, didn't want the abortion clinic in their in their city, uh, but had, you know, they had a job to do. And so we, we worked through things to keep it a peaceful day. Uh, fast forward to last Wednesday, I get a knock at the door at 7.20 in the morning. FBI open up, rattling, uh, my windows, banging on the front porch. And I just sent three of my four kids that I normally take to school. The other, other three were in house with seven at home, uh, out to the car. I was about to drive them to school when this happened. And as I walked towards the window after the first wrapping on the window shaking the house, I look out to, to see these unmarked cars in the yard and, uh, and then they bang on the door again. I open up the uh, curtain to look out and see what's going on and what, you know, what all the ruckus was about. And I see guns trained on me, right? Uh sidearm pointed directly at me at an AR-15, uh, you know, across the chest, triggered and ready to go. He's got his hands on the trigger. And I asked him who they're looking for. I'm assuming there was a mistake because it's been a year and a half since this event. And we're not, we don't break the law. We're not doing other things out there wrong. They said they were looking for me. Uh, so I quickly surmised that the best thing to do for my family and my wife in the back room with our toddler and all the other children in and out of the house that the best thing was to give myself up put myself in their hands and and take up the fight when we got to court
1: hang on for a second there was has there been any contact was there any contact for you between the year and a half when you were there in the hallway talking to the police officers praying singing hymns uh multi-denominational christian um there was- and, and when they came knocking on the door
7: There was none. Steve. there was there was no contact like uh, many others that were arrested in the same group actually received phone calls. They showed up and met, turned themselves in. I had nothing. I had no notice until they banged
1: on my door at 720 Wednesday morning last week. Let me bring in Stephen Crampton. What is what what is what is uh, Paul Vaughn? What is Paul Vaughn charged with and what charge would he be charged with that would have, I don't know, 10 officers show up up armored? It looks like they're taking yeah. down Al-Qaeda. Well, what, yeah. what was, what's the charge, uh, Stephen Crampton?
8: Well, I, I hate to shock you, Steve, but the uh, charge amounts to a misdemeanor violation of the Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances Act, FACE. But then what they did is they tagged on a conspiracy to violate FACE charge. And it's on that basis that they add the 10 years and up to $250,000 in fines to the one year and $10,000 in fines for the misdemeanor face violation. So hey, real hey, hold bootstrap. A hold,
1: hold on, hold on. I want the audience to understand this. This is a misdemeanor offense at best for singing hymns and praying. And and from, you know, you got civil disobedience, you got these guys locking down college campuses or doing whatever, but you got people here singing Christian hymns and praying and, uh, and praying for the people, praying for the officers. Don't hear a year and a half. It's a misdemeanor. And you're saying that a U.S., this is a U.S. attorney, this is a federal charge, a U.S. attorney tacked on a conspiracy theory that would add that would send Paul Vaughn for singing Christian hymns and praying would send Paul Vaughn to prison for 10 years. Is that do I hear that correctly?
8: I know it's hard to believe, but that's exactly what is the case here. Steve, we've we've been litigating face cases since uh, face was enacted in 1994. Never seen anything close to this. It's just unbelievable, beyond the pale. What is, tell me, before I go back to Paul for a second, what is this
1: main justice, what has happened in the Justice Department or what has happened to these U.S. attorneys that has radicalized them? Walk me through what has happened because Merrick Garland, we're winning a sweeping victory on the 8th of November. Merrick Garland, I had Jim Jordan on here. Jim Jordan's no no bomb thrower. Jim Jordan said we're going to impeach Merrick Garland on the southern border and other things. But he's getting impeached and removed, first time in American history. A U.S. A, 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 attorney general is going to be f- impeached and thrown out of office. But what has happened at either Maine justice or these U.S. attorneys that's radicalized them, sir? That's the Steve. That's for Steve Crampton. Let's oh. uh, Stephen Crampton. What? Let me ask you that, the lawyer.
8: Yeah. Well, I would say it is the uh, Biden regime frankly, Steve. The fact that uh, Roe v. Wade, you know, their kind of golden chalice here was overturned in the Dobbs case uh, has triggered, if you will, this extraordinary response, absurd response. This uh, indictment was unsealed, effectively filed, not coincidentally, on the 100th day after the Dobbs decision was announced. Mr. Biden and his vice president were meeting in the White House with the so-called Reproductive Rights Task Force on that very day. So this is a carefully orchestrated effort to send a very clear message, I think, to those who would dare stand up for their religious freedom and for the rights of the unborn that uh, this administration is declaring war on you.
1: Paul uh, about your other 11 uh, folks that are that are tied up all, all these people I take it were singing hymns and praying in the uh, in the hallway
7: correct and there were others out there as well was, we understood a lot of folks did not get arrested that day including myself um
1: and so you know that that was the nature of it is this gonna they're doing this to intimidate you and to break the back of these people that come and say the rosary and pray and sing hymns is this going to intimidate uh, the people that have been doing, they've been fighting uh, to save lives uh, against the uh, people, these abortion mills. Is this, is this going to, is this putting fear into the Christians and Catholics to do that, sir? See, this is certainly their intent, right? They want to, they want to
7: strike fear and in, in the heart of anyone that would dissent, anyone that would dare come out and bring good news out to the streets and oppose their ideology. And, what do you got to look? We know as, as Christian, as men of faith, that there are two sides to things. There's the political side in which they think they're navigating one area and there's a spiritual side. And, uh, you know, the, the bottom line is when we stand against persecution, when we stand up to bullies, when we stand up and say there's another authority in this world and you are not it, um, you don't have the final say in what I do and the decisions I make in my life. That, that sends a message that, that actually emboldens people and encourages people and, Every platform I've been on, every chance I get to speak, I'm telling the church in America, hey, this is what we are designed for. This is our calling. This is our ability to speak to our culture. And they're very, they're very, there's two options. See, you can look at the pictures in the hallway of the, the hymn singing Christians there, and you can look at the BLM, uh, fire fest in the cities around our nation, and you can decide for yourself, what culture do I want my children
1: to grow up in? Paul, how do people get to you on social media or how do they get to find out more about this on uh, on uh, either your website? I want to make sure everybody gets full access to you in the story. Where do they go? You
7: bet. Well, I'm Person at Tennessee is my organization. So persontn.org. Person at Alliance is who we are with uh, on the national level. They got some great press releases and stuff on that site. And then personally, I'm at Paul TN, like Tennessee, on uh, Twitter,
1: Gitter, and uh, Gab and other platforms. Paul TN. I want to make sure we get these in all the chat rooms so people can get more about this story. Hang on for one second. Stephen, what's the next step and how can people find out more about the suit, more about the defense, more about the criminal charges, all of it, where do they go for that part?
8: Thanks, Steve. Uh, our website would be the place probably for most of the information, thomasmoresociety.org, Moore, M-O-R-E, thomasmoresociety.org. They are still bringing in some of the defendants for initial appearance, the lead defendant, Chet Gallagher, is actually still stuck in jail in South Carolina. They won't even transport him back to Tennessee for an initial appearance and arraignment. So until everybody is kind of uh, processed through that uh, element, we don't really have uh, another date yet in the case. It's still very early.
1: So people go there. By the way, St. Thomas Moore stood up for his religious beliefs, uh, and gave his life for it. That's why he's one of the martyrs. Um, Stephen Crampton, uh, you're fighting a good fight. sir. I want to make sure everybody goes to Thomas More society and find You're fighting a good fight on so many different levels. Everybody should go there. And Paul, we look forward to having you back on here. Stephen, I'll talk to you later about working on the situation in South Carolina. This is, this is an outrage. This Appreciate is, that. this is where this country's headed. If you don't think you should go and volunteer, if you want to stop it, you've got to beat it at the ballot box. If you want to shut down and defund the FBI, if you want to clean this mess up, you, on November 8th is the day that your voice gets to be heard. They're all about democracy and democracy this and democracy that. Democracy suppository is the only thing they're going to understand. And I mean a victory that's a sweeping victory. If you want to shut this down, you want to clean up the Justice Department, you want to clean up the FBI, you want to clean up the CIA, you want to do it all, you got to win. There is no substitute for victory. Let me repeat that. There's no substitute for victory. I need everybody in this audience to go volunteer right now. Man a phone bank, walk walk up precinct, go join precinctstrategy.com. Go become a poll worker, an election official. It is not too late. There's plenty of training we're going to put up on all our sites. Pump it out on Getter. Captain Ben will be doing that. Just don't get mad. Just do not get mad when you hear this. It's within our grasp to turn it around and your grasp. You're the decision maker. Okay, short commercial break. We'll be back in a moment. If you want to know what the left's real plan is for your kids, just look at the reaction to the work Patriot Mobile did in multiple school districts in the great state of Texas. The left is losing their minds. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider. In a force for conservative values. This is because they take a portion of your bill and fund conservative causes and candidates who believe in the sanctity of life, freedom of speech, the Second Amendment, and guess what? They're winning. Patriot Mobile has affordable plans for you, your family, even your business. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers because they use multiple major networks. Plus, you're supporting conservative values with every call. Now go to patriotmobile.com, that's one word, patriotmobile.com slash Bannon, or call the following number, 972-PATRIOT, that's 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code Bannon. Special discounts are also available for veterans and first responders. Join our movement. Make the switch today and a difference tomorrow. That's patriotmobile.com slash Bannon, patriotmobile.com slash Bannon, or call 972 972- patriot make an impact use your agency action 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 Getter has arrived the new
7: social media taking on big tech protecting free speech and canceling cancel culture
9: join the marketplace of ideas the platform for independent thought has arrived superior technology no more selling your personal data no more censorship
7: no more cancel culture enough getter has arrived it's time to say what you want, the way you want. Download now.
1: Okay, make sure you go to Getter. You get all the contributors up there. Everybody, we're putting up stuff nonstop. We're putting up uh, information comes off the show. Complete immersive experience. Make sure you go there uh, today. Rick Potter is head of the Mighty American, the chairman of the Mighty American Strike Force. Rick, what states you're in? What are you guys going to do? And Where can people go to sign up? You've got a crowd here watching this. That is looking to volunteer. Where do they go?
10: Uh, The easiest way is if they will go to our website, which is masf dot online, stands for Mighty American Strike Force. Masf dot online. You can also go to our getter, which is at Mighty American Strike Force. We so tell us what you're going
1: to. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Let it rip.
10: Sorry, Uh, we're a volunteer organization across the country. We've been involved in presidential elections for the last 20 years, but we've really expanded nationwide since 2016. And this year we're sending about 1,500 volunteers to North Carolina, to Georgia, to New Hampshire, Pennsylvania, Ohio, to Wisconsin and Michigan, and then to Texas, to Arizona and Nevada. And so, what
1: do you, the volunteers are going to do? What are you going to be poll workers, election officials, walk neighborhoods, phone banks? Tell us, tell us what people, if they go there, what can they anticipate they're going to be signing up for? Uh,
10: if if they deploy with us to one of these battleground areas, they will be walking door to door to either persuade or turn out the vote. Uh, we also uh, sometimes help with managing political rallies during the last two weeks before the election. Uh, we also have Perfect. an at home program if. If people are just not able to travel, but they want to join with us, uh, they can from their living room, we can set them up so that they can help us with phone calling, and also we do mass tech text-
1: This is perfect. Okay, I want give it give the website again. I want everybody to go, take a look. you can do it from home or if you can, you can actually deploy to one of these states. Remember, we need volunteers. This is a grassroots movement. So Rick Potter, one more time. where can people go and what do they do?
10: If they will go to our website, M-A-S-F dot online, M-A-S-F dot online. Right there, they can volunteer by clicking the red button or they can click the other button and make a contribution. We try to raise some scholarship funds to help some people pay a portion of their way if they're just not able to afford the the full cost of, of deploying. But most of our volunteers pay their own way. Perfect.
1: Uh, Rick Potter, you're doing great work. Mighty American Strike Force. Thank you very much for joining us. Look forward to having you back on. Thank you, Steve. Here's the key. You can do it from your home. You can be one of these text message people. You can be, do phone banks. You can get out. You walk neighborhoods in these battleground states. It's important. We've got to push this over the top. OK, this weekend, uh, the Committee on the president Danger, China is really revving up to focus on the 20th Party Congress of when she becomes emperor for life, Reggie Littlejohn joins us. It's going to be live. I think Real America's Voice is going to cover two hours. We're going to kick off Saturday night. We'll have more on this tomorrow. Saturday night, which will be Sunday morning in Beijing. Reggie, why should people get around and and, 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 and focus on something on a Saturday night in October that's going to be live from Beijing or in Beijing on Sunday morning about some political meeting in China, ma'am?
9: Because this is one of the most important political meetings of the decade, Steve. It's As you know, the Chinese Communist Party has one of these party congresses only once every five years. And this is the one where Xi Jinping is going to be tried to be coronated as emperor, basically, uh, because they usually have a two-term limit and he's seeking a third term, which is unprecedented. So what we're doing is on Saturday night, and I thank you for covering this, is we're having something that we're calling the Crashing the CCP Party Congress. And the reason that people should tune into this is, number one, because what happens in China very directly affects what happens in the United States. And number two, we have a fantastic group of speakers who are going to be telling the truth about what's going on in China and not the whitewashed version that the Chinese Communist Party is going to be uh, uh, broadcasting so we're going to have Frank Gaffney, um, I, my organization is co-sponsoring it, Gordon Chang, Simone Gold, Sidney Powell, Sam Faddis, Kevin Freeman, Laura Logan, and we're all going to be talking about what is the truth about China and how it does it impact America?
1: Reggie, one thing I don't understand is why is it, you know, besides Bloomberg TV that's talked about this, it's Bloomberg TV and War Room, Real America's Voice Community of the Present Danger. Why is the mainstream media not over this? You're right. This is one of the most important political events of this decade, right? And it's going to have massive implications to everybody in this audience. Why is the mainstream media not covering it better and more thoroughly?
9: Well, this is my opinion, Steve. And my opinion is uh, Elite Capture. I think that the Chinese Communist Party either is uh, directly funding a lot of these media organizations or they are substantially funding uh, companies that are advertising on these. And so that people just don't want to report things that are reflect poorly on the Chinese Communist Party. So we depend on you um, and just a few other media outlets to be a voice for truth in this very dire situation. And I thank you for it.
1: Reggie, I I know we're going to talk about tomorrow and then Saturday. We're going to do a special on the show Saturday morning. And then, of course, you guys are going to be live Saturday night about uh, shifting maybe from unrestricted warfare to kinetic war. But what I want to know, because we're going to discuss a lot of this in detail, how do people get to your organization? How do they get to your social media? And how do they get to make sure they watch this on Real America's Voice live Saturday night?
9: Well, okay, so presentdangerchina.org is where you can register for the event. My organization is women's rights without frontiers.org. and I was recently kicked off of Twitter, so you can find me um, at getter truth social, etc at uh, Re- real Reggie little John.
1: Reggie you're uh, I'm surprised it took them this long to kick you off twitter you You come in <laughs> a little hot on occasions Reggie I mean, little John, thank you
9: it, It's unbelievable huh? what you picked me off for. Okay, let me tell you what they kicked me off for. They kicked me off because I tweeted against vaccine mandates for six-month-old babies. That's mm-hmm. the tweet that they kicked me off out for.
1: Outrageous. Reggie Littlejohn, thank you so much. Fantastic work you're doing. Fantastic work in the Committee of the Present Danger. This 20th Party Congress could be the launch point for the kinetic war around Taiwan. Well, that's what we're going to cover it wall-to-wall. Starting Saturday night. We'll have Uh, experts in tomorrow and on saturday also okay the next hour we're going to talk about the economy but very disturbing dr miriam grossman joins us about the transgender ideology next in the war room war room posse you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies they resell your communications and personal data
7: and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us.
1: Folks, let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart.